And so it goes that Father's Day falls as usual on the next to last Sunday in June, the Sunday on which we celebrate that uniquely Unitarian Universalist ritual of the Flower Festival. This beautiful ceremony celebrates community, diversity, and nature, and summer, but not fathers. So dads often get left out amidst the colorful bouquets. This year, of course, moms kind of got left out too. Not on purpose, mind you. It was an accident of the calendar for which I apologize. I know that many of you were looking forward to celebrating Mother's Day here, and when that did not happen, a hole was left in the spirits of this community. This is precisely because parenting is among the greatest challenges that many of us are faced with, because each of us is where we are for better or worse because of the people in our lives who have cared for us and nurtured us, parents or not. And those things deserve to be honored in worship. And so we will exchange flowers for Father's Day today and celebrate the nurturing spirit that we cultivate in our community as we do so. Whoever thought that flowers were just for Mother's Day was mistaken. I know that many people have or had difficult relationships with their parents. Many people have, dif have or had difficult relationships with their children. In honoring parents and parenting, I don't mean to make light of the real wounds that can be inflicted in the parent-child relationship. Those wounds sting so much because this relationship is so important. None of us is born into this world able to take care of ourselves. Unlike many of our cousins in the animal kingdom, we do not emerge from eggs and slither out into the night fully formed, if small. We need people to care for us, to feed us, to change us, to teach us things. And more often than not, parents, birth parents or adoptive ones, are the ones who are there for us. If we're lucky, we get other people in the mix also, grandparents and uncles and aunts, and also chosen family. But in each of our lives, there comes a time when we're not dependent on others. Pretty much from the time we can talk, we're testing that out, pushing boundaries, asserting our independence. The terrible twos are nothing more than our first attempt to push away our parents, after all. A lot of friction comes from the natural process of becoming an independent individual. It can be temporary and trivial fiction, of course. My brother Andrew reports that as of this past Friday, my three-year-old nephew is in the threatening to run away from home stage of growing up. <laughs> Unbeknownst to little Ben, Andrew used to do the very same thing on a regular basis prompting Andrew's public and humorous apology to our parents on Facebook this week. Andrew and Ben will both get over this, and maybe one day Ben will apologize too. Sometimes that friction can be a little harder to overcome. Coming out to one's parents as gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender, for example, is a difficult process for many people. 
It often requires parents to see their children in a completely different light, which is rarely easy to do. It usually requires parents to get used to a huge piece of news really quickly, which is a complicated task at best. As a young adult, I went through this with my parents, and it was not always easy. We were, however, committed to work it out, and work it out we did. We talked and talked and laughed and cried, and we worked it out. We healed our relationship. There can also be serious and difficult differences, differences that take years and years of work, therapy, and processing to overcome. And there can even be permanent rifts in the parent-child relationship, tears made by abuse or selfishness or disease. And the wounds made by those awful situations hurt us to the core because our parents are so important to us. Because before we get to that place of independence, each of us needs someone to care for us. And if we're lucky, we get a village to help raise us, grandparents and uncles and aunts, ministers and religious educators, mentors and mystery friends, adults we can turn to when we have questions, adults we can look up to. Although I was not brought up in a religious household, I was and remain unbelievably fortunate to have had so much wonderful parenting in my life. From my parents, of course, but from others as well. My parents' best friends are still uncles and aunts of mine. I was taught again and again that there were people there for me when I needed them most. I was taught that although I made mistakes, <laughs> although I sometimes disappointed those who had placed the highest of hopes in me, although I often fell short of the expectations I had for myself. I was taught that there would always be people who loved me. I was taught that even when my relationship with my parents was tense or uncomfortable, and even in the best of relationships that happens sometimes, there were people that I could turn to. And I was taught that no matter how tense or how uncomfortable, things got with my parents, I was still loved, and that the path to reconciliation was always available and encouraged. All children, all people, should get to know these things. It is my hope that we can know some of those things here in this community. Here, we celebrate parents and children. We honor that special relationship. Here, we aim to give parents tools to help them raising their children with good and solid values. Here, we hope that children develop healthy relationships with adults who are not their parents, adults who can be teachers, mentors, and friends, if not extra aunts and uncles. Like the flowers we exchange on this Flower Festival Sunday, each of us has a unique and colorful relationship with our parents. So let us pause to see the beauty in parents today, even where there are also thorns and prickles. And let us pledge to 
support the parents in our midst by being the village that helps them raise their children. I invite you to rise in body or spirit and join us in one more hymn, I Seek the Spirit of a Child, number 338. 